Hey everyone, welcome back to the PFF Betting Podcast. I am your host, Kendall Valenzuela. Joined with me as always, PFF Senior Data Scientist, Ben Brown. And we are here, we are so excited. Ben, super wild card weekend. We have a ton of props to get into, talk our previews, tell, tell you guys what we like. So let's get into it. Football fans, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. But with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's just that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets if they score. You score with promo code PFF this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And it's finally here. I'm I'm excited. This might be the most excited I've gone into one of our podcasts in a really long. I don't know, not in a long time, but I'm really excited for this weekend. Right. I do think you know this is the best time of the year. I mean, all you know, no offense to Christmas. I would, I guess, I would say, but like Wild Card Weekend is uh, the epitome of football action. I would say in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, you have you know multiple games basically spanning across three days now. So uh, yeah, this is this is kind of it for me. Obviously, this in divisional round. Uh, hit pretty close to home, but this is definitely uh, the point in time in the season that I definitely enjoy the most. So yeah, it'll be awesome. Well, I think we have so much that we honestly just have to dive right go into in, it, right? Go we in, got we go got in. Raiders at Bengals. Ben, I wanted to go to this game so badly because it's right ac- right across the street. I feel like I should have tried to go. You should go. Now, you should still go. I'm so. regretting now. I know the tailgates though are going to be awesome. Right. I know. I know. Um, Austin is going. I think Eric's going too. Eric. I think Eric Austin so far or. Uh, so, hey, you oh should have gotten that fourth ticket. I mean, come uh, on. All right. Work your way now I'm jealous. Bit, so. I'm going to try. I'm going to try. All right. Now I'm going to try. But we know these two teams um, got here, you know, when I was looking through this under super different circumstances, right, Ben? Because the Bengals clinched the AFC North in week 17. They've been rested. Um, they're kind of ready to go. And then the Raiders kind of had to rally for those last four games. They won right. four straight. And then they had to go through that insane overtime thriller just to clench the wild card berth. So I feel like dynamic wise, these two could not be in more different positions coming into this game. Yeah, definitely. And I do think, you know, the rest factor and traveling to travel across country, I did think that would mm-hmm. play a bigger role in at least the narrative leading into this game happening on Saturday afternoon. I mean, you know, Raiders obviously off a pretty 
short rest. Bengals have an mm-hmm. extended rest period. So I thought, you know, we do take some of those things into account, definitely like the rest perspective. So I thought that would be a more popular narrative than what it is. Obviously, uh, it hasn't really mattered from the betting market perspective. We have seen Cincinnati basically move from minus six and a half down to minus mm-hmm. five and a half. Even some fives in certain spots. I did see a four and a half uh, at one particular book uh, for a very brief time. But it seems like uh, yeah, it's been kind of one-sided, at least with people wanting to back uh, Las Vegas Raiders. I do think yeah. there probably are some narratives for reasons why that is the case, but I'm not necessarily sure I buy into uh, that overall market direction here right now. I just, I, and I'm surprised by it too, right? I was surprised by just the line movement in general right? and right. what we've seen. Because like, you know, going into it, they, they are on short rest. Right. They had to travel all the way over here, which does it does take a toll. They go from west, you know, west coast to east coast time, so eastern time. So right. that has a huge implication too. And to me, you also have to look at the weather, and right. it's something I took straight off of Austin Gale's Twitter. But yeah, you know, Saturday's forecast it's not it's not warm. It's not Las Vegas temperatures. My mom lives there now, so I'm always checking the weather there, and I'm like, this is it's different. It's going to be 30 degrees. Just, just a little bit of wind, like 15 mile an hour, 10, 15 mile an hour winds, but and a slight chance of rain. But Derek Carr, when he's in sub 40 degree weather, this is where I got it from Austin. He has a 50.1 PFF grade and 5.8 yards per attempt, as opposed to being in 40 plus degree weather. He has an 83.8 grade, seven point yards per attempt. So I feel like that's going to be a factor here, too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I do. I do agree with Austin's tweet. I do. You know, we have uh, in turn better than uh, I would say basically everybody. Tash Seth as well tweeted mm-hmm. out a graphic uh, today on Friday as well, kind of showing uh, EPA league wide EPA average and then how that particular quarterback did uh, in cold cold weather to warm weather temperatures. And uh, you see the same thing. You see the same trend uh, with Derek Carr kind of play out when you actually look at all the data points. Uh, it is. It has not been good, right? I mean, he has been really good uh, in these warm weather situations, but in Cincinnati here on Saturday afternoon, given the short rest, it seems like there are a lot of things uh, competing against the Las Vegas Raiders. So it does make my, you know, the line movement, it worries me a little bit, mm-hmm. right? I'm, I, it seems like I'm almost missing something in a lot of ways, and I do think part of that is uh, what the Raiders showcased on last Sunday night, what, kind of what they've showcased basically the, the whole season. Really good front four, specifically Max Crosby, able to yeah. generate pressure in a lot of uh, non-blitz type situations. We have seen Joe Burrow kind of eat up the blitz, right? He has the top passing grade from PFS perspective. Win blitz, when he's not blitzed, he drops down to eighth overall uh, in PFF passing grade. So that is going to be... Uh, where the Bengals, I think, either win or lose this matchup. It's as if, uh, you know, if the Bengals can potentially keep Joe Burrow protected, he doesn't actually have some of those pressure situations. When the Raiders aren't sending an extra man, uh, I think that uh, Bengals are probably going to win this one by two touchdowns. If, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he kind of starts getting under pressure, does take, you know, a high number of sacks that has kind of been his one downfall here in 2021. If that continues to happen, if they get off the field early, maybe Jamar Chase doesn't, you know, catch one or two of those deep balls early on in the first half, then the game is uh, probably going to be pretty tight heading into halftime. And I do think that's the only way uh, that you see the Raiders probably cover here. So that's kind of the two competing factions for how you want to see this game play out. Yeah, and I'm with you. I was When I was looking at this and the line movement, I was thinking to myself the same thing of like, what am I missing here? Because right. on paper, like when you look at it straight up, it looks kind of obvious. And I don't, you never want to say that the Raiders recently have – you know, strolled over that fine line of like luck and their execution, but that's kind of how I look at it too, right? Because they they're they won those last four games, but each of those games were decided by four points or less, I believe. 
So you kind of look at that and you're thinking, okay. But I think a lot of their success, too, can come through a little bit of their run game. Just a little bit, too, right? Because I know that running the ball sometimes is overrated in the NFL, whatever you like to say, whatever Eric likes to say, that the running back position doesn't matter. But they've been able to control the clock late in those games, and I feel like that's a part of where they've seen their success, too. Right. I mean, yeah, I think I think more Eric and mine's term is the fact oh, that you that particular oh, no. that particular running back doesn't matter in that particular situation. And uh, more comes down to the fact that if, you know, the offensive line is going to actually be able to block, mm-hmm. handle, handle that front four, handle that front seven uh, and, you know, the gap shooting that they're actually doing along those along lines. Mm-hmm. That's when, you know, the running back is going to be successful. Yeah. So it's not that, you know, it doesn't matter whatsoever. <laughs> it definitely is a way of salting away games. And that's something that we do want to see. There are situations where teams should probably be running more, mm-hmm. but with what particular running back based on, you know, the offense line. And if that's not playing into a role, that's kind of where you're missing out. But yeah, we, yeah. It, speaking back to this particular game, we do like Joel Mixon over 19.5 carries. I do think okay. that kind of plays into your mindset, right? Mm-hmm. They have been pretty yeah. good at kind of salting away these victories. So if you do like the Bengals, I do think a good spot to lean is uh, in Joe Mixon's direction on that over 19.5 rushing attempts. Because yeah. if he gets there, uh, I do think that this is going to be a pretty easy victory for Cincinnati. So Yeah, I, I would agree. And the run defense, I, going to the back to the Raiders one, though, is that the run defense right. for the for the Bengals is a strength for them, right? I mean, that's, that's pretty okay. So I think that we're going to have to look at it, and we can go into this going into our props, but that means that the Raiders are going to have to rely on Derek Carr a little bit, probably more in the passing offense, to have yep. that, that be a contributing factor to them winning. And then going back to his uh, sub-degree temperatures below 40, it, I don't know. I guess I guess I can't figure out what we're what at least I'm missing seeing it. But those are kind of some of the things that I thought about um, heading in heading into this preview. Yeah, yeah, I like that quite a bit. So we have uh, we have Cincinnati's run defense as basically a league average unit, mm-hmm. 16th overall in our opponent adjusted PFF grades. Uh, their coverage unit kind of in similar territory. We have okay. them like 12th, 13th overall, and then that ru- that pass rush unit, 29th. So they're not going to get a lot of pressure yeah. on Derek Carr, right? And if and if he's capable of taking advantage even in the cold weather, uh, that's probably the one reason why Las Vegas is going to cover outside of the fact that they are getting pressure on Joe Burrow uh, mm-hmm. and forcing him to, into some other uncomfortable situations while not you know sacrificing players in their coverage unit. So that's how it plays out, but uh, I think the majority of times it does point in Cincinnati's direction, yeah. especially if, you know, the somewhat unstable play of, you know, Joe Burrow hucking it up to uh, Tamar Chase Deep is actually paying off. Yeah. I just don't see the Raiders really staying relevant in this matchup All right. in that scenario. I'm, so. I'm agreeing. I'm, I'm with you. So let's, we'll go into props now. We've previewed it enough. I think we're on the God, same page so. too, but we always have to start with the tried and true throughout the whole season you will never hear us not talk about it and that is the quarterback rushing prop and we're going to go to it again because it has been so successful for us this season especially especially joe burrows but we like his over nine and a half rushing yards here yeah i mean we absolutely love it right there's just no other way uh (laughs) to play this particular game i would say in a lot of ways we uh it might have even moved up a little bit and it's eight and a half in some spots already so he's basically gone over Eight of eight games. We have been on the correct side, at least choosing him, especially you know when we're spotlighting this particular play. But like this one quite a bit, obviously, uh, given the pressure situation. Even though they're not blitzing, I do think yeah. the Raiders will get home once or twice. The only way that Joe Burrow has been successful under pressure uh, in those non-blitz situations have been 
because of scrambles. So yeah. if we see one or two scrambles, uh, I think he's going to pay off here pretty easily. I like that one uh, quite a bit. It's it's maybe going to be the layup of the of the early uh, slate, in my opinion. I love sure. it. Especially if, you, especially if you buy into the you know the cold weather, mm-hmm. a little bit more of a grind uh, for both offenses. And I I think we see Joe Burrow scrambling in all of his glory uh, down the field and getting the best. Numbers. I might need to write a note. I might need to write a note to just all the quarterbacks that have helped. At Tom the one right, night, the one right. night. I think I bet Big Ben once right, just horrible. Right. Oh my gosh. But I agree. And I think Crosby has been amazing this season, right? And he's he's one of our favorite players to showcase on our social media pages uh, for PFF. But I do think that he's going to come around and get to Joe a few times. And you highlighted that in your article that it will force Bro to you know to try and escape, especially when he's hitting home um, a couple times on Joe right. on Saturday. Right, right. I I, I like that yeah. one quite a bit. I do I think that might be my favorite bet uh, oh, of already. this entire Saturday. And yeah, I'm going with it Perfect. early. You had to you had to you know, know. not bury the lead and. Get it out here right away. So I did. I did. So just sure, like, so. you know, everyone can stop listening now. Thank you so much. That's our favorite. <laughs> no. Another one, you've already talked about it too. I mean, you just, you can't, Jamar Chase is insane. He's incredible. He's amazing. Um, 71 and a half receiving yards, I believe, is where the line is still at. And we yeah. like we like taking the over there. I mean, yeah. he ranks fifth in receiving grade, first in yards, seventh in receptions. It's, to me, a no-brainer on this one. And I know we've said that before, but I do like this one a lot, too. Yeah, yeah. So you can get all the way down to 69 and a half. I also like 5.5 okay. receptions over at pretty, pretty much a plus price on that one as well. But, yeah, this is going to be, you know, we saw it in, you know, the last time they played basically against Kansas City when they actually had to win. They did. It was because of Jamar Chase. I don't think mm-hmm. Burrow's going to go really anywhere else. He will, you know, look towards T. Higgins a few times, but Tyler Boyd has been all right in the slot. But this is still Jamar Chase's, you know, wide receiver unit to take advantage of. And I do think he has a pretty decent matchup here. Can definitely take advantage of it. If you're looking more so if you want to play, you know, maybe a little bit longer odds, there also is an odds boost uh, at Caesars, Bengals to win and Jamar Chase over 99.5 receiving yards. Our fantasy projections have him going over uh, 99.5 receiving yards right around like 33, wow. 34% of the time. I think with the price at plus 400 that you're going to get on this parlay, uh, that's closer to like a 19% expectation. So uh, okay. pretty decent breathing room. I, like I do that. like that one uh, quite a bit of like, you know, plus 400, especially if you buy into the Bengals. Uh, winning this game mm-hmm. out, right? I think that's probably the best way to play it. So Yeah, and especially you highlighted it too. He's supposed to go up against probably mostly uh Casey Hayward. Yeah. Junior. Which is right? and I think it's an okay is match. Okay. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. I do think T. Higgins probably has the actual best matchup, but that hasn't really okay. mattered a whole lot to, you know, in, in establishing who's actually getting the target volume in this offense. Mm-hmm. You know, with Joe Burrow, obviously Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow have some sort of connection that, you know, really nobody else probably in the NFL even has right now. So I think he's going to hit a couple deep shots if he does. 71, 69 point, 69 and a half. All of them are going to fall mm-hmm. here pretty easily. So got to get on Perfect. board. Got to get on board. So. Got to get on board. And it's Jamar Chase. Now you right. can't, it's fun rooting for him. It's fun watching. So it'll, it'll be, that'll be a fun one. Another one we like to heading over to the Raider side is Darren Waller. And this is kind of one I wanted to bring up to you. I looked at his receiving yards and I didn't, I was still on the fence about that, but I do like his over five and a half receptions and we have it. There's value on it on pff.com slash betting is we have value on that one as well. And I think to me, 
the Bengals give up uh, 64 yards per game to tight ends, um, which is a good amount there. And I and I think he he had he finished with a game high seven catches and 116 yards when they met previously in I believe that was November. So I kind of like at least looking at his receptions and what we think this game script is kind of going to look like from our perspective. I like his five and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree a lot with that. I do think that. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, Darren Waller wasn't really overly involved uh, when he kind of came back from injury in week 18. I do think there is yeah. a little bit of, you know, rollout learning curve slash situation happening with him in that week 18 matchup. But mm-hmm. uh, this is still a spot where you can't rely solely on Hunter Renfro. Zay Jones has been involved a little bit deeper on, but I do think Darren mm-hmm. Waller, the guy over the middle, is going to be able to take advantage of uh, what has been a pretty you know, suspect uh, coverage unit for the Bengals, especially when they're covering tight ends. So, yeah. so I like this one quite a bit. I do think if anybody's going to potentially bring, you know, the Raiders back, it's going to be Darren Waller more so than, you know, Hunter Renfro or Jay, Zay Jones right now. So I agree. And the, like you said, the Bengals are susceptible to those, the big pass plays. Uh, we know it's Derek Carr, but I think they rank 29th yeah. in explosive pa- pla- pass play, right? Say that five right, times right. Pass, pass play rate. <laughs> Um, so I think I think that's the one I'm going to lean on is Darren oh, Waller on this one, oh. especially it is. Yeah, reception. definitely. I know, I and I know you also like another one. I know we talked a little bit about him earlier, but uh, T. Higgins. What are your thoughts on him? Because I do think you know I he do, has kind I of do. been involved, especially in the red zone. If, if Jamar Chase, you know, if those deep shots don't actually hit and go into the end zone, mm-hmm. uh, I kind of like T. Higgins here. What is your thoughts on him? Maybe as I like, I do. Oh, I loves love, the anytime. Love, love, anytime. The anytime. love and anytime I just can't get can't, it's you know it's it's both both a blessing right, and a right, curse right. here because I just can't stay away from him I do like T Higgins though because he's I found him at a plus price at plus 130 right and I think the odds there the odds are there because he has six touchdowns in 14 games um and, and four in the last six and kind of like you said Jamar Chase is always going to be there but I feel like they're going to have to hit other guys um, and he has that he has that frame that can really you know get away from Raiders defenders in the end zone. So I think that Higgins, what did I read? He had he had ten percent more snaps than Boyd um, when they played last. So I feel like if you're going to go anywhere, potentially you can check me on that. I did. I think I read that, but I can't also remember. I've not a great memory. So I do week. believe it's been a long though week, right? it's been a long week. But I do. I am with him, especially especially at plus one thirty price um, to find the end zone. Yeah. You got me now. Now I'm, I'm, now I'm looking up that yes, stat. Please look it up. We'll look it up. I well, got to know what, what week did they actually play. Uh, so it was November. I do remember that. It was November. Oh. When was that? 11, week 11, it looks like, maybe. We need efforting music again. Right. Like, we always do, 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 do. need. Like, <laughs> little elevator music. If it was week 11, then T. Higgins played 79% of the snaps, 80% of the snaps. Okay. Tyler Boyd played 70% of the snaps. Basically, it's just 92% of the routes run for T. Higgins, 80, 82% of the routes run for Tyler Boyd. So if, if, if it yeah. was week 11, which I think it is, according to my math. I think it is. Dang. That was, right. that well, was it. Mind. So that was it. Right. T. Higgins. So, that, so T. Higgins, 10% over. Uh, so you were actually we right in a lot, in a lot of oh, ways. Oh, okay. That, so. There we go. I like it. Go. I couldn't tell if you were telling me I was wrong. You were always so right. Took... I'll always tell you right, but you're definitely right on that one, too. So. I, thank God. Thank God. Well, I got, I got another one, too, and I've really just been looking at the plus prices here because if anything you've taught me um, in the last few months that we've been doing this is you want to go for the value. And another one that we've mentioned, too, is Hunter Renfro. 
And we talked about, like, the Bengals' pass defense and how sometimes it is a little shaky. Um, so I think they've allowed a good enough amount of receptions and yards and have given up, you know, 63% of their touchdowns through the air. So I do like Hunter, Run- Hunter Renfro at plus 175, too. I just think he has a connection with Carr right now, and I feel like they're going to keep going with it. And I think that he could be someone that we could see score on Saturday as well. Yeah, definitely. I do think one of Darren Waller – Getting over 5.5 receptions or mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro at plus 175 to get in the touch end zone. I do think yeah. both of those, I mean, I think one of those for sure is going to hit. Maybe both of them does hit, I think, in, in the right game I environment. I so I can too. I can get on board with that quite a bit. So I want to end this preview of just this game with like a super, it's super wild card super weekend. And I have a super card. wild card bet. All right, let's hear it. Let's uh, hear that it. I've already let's placed. And we can laugh. It could be funny at the end, but it is just something fun to do. If you don't, you know, I just kind of like it. I like you know, pain, essentially. I do, I did put something in for Marcus Mariota anytime at plus 550. Plus 550. And I, I do think that this goes along with, I, I personally think, like you, the Bengals are going to dominate this game. And I feel like Mariota, you know, they might have to go into, like, their little bag of tricks at the end of the day to try and get something up there. And I think if there is a goal line opportunity and they need anything, I'm going to be hoping and praying that they put Marcus Mariota in there to potentially run one in. And that's just, it's a degenerate bet. It's the degenerate bet of the week, and that's what I'm rolling with. I love the degenerate (laughs) bet. Degenerate sprinkle a little bit. Four carries in week 18, three carries okay. in week 17. So okay. why not? If not, uh, if not now, a lot then of win, right? Why not? Basically, so. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying, though. I can though. sprinkle if it in. Now, I can always win. sprinkle it in a little degenerate bet. Thank you, Ben. You spoke to my heart It'll be you and I. It'll be you and I on that one. Yeah. And I'll just be I'll be messaging you furiously. Like, Every time you get close to the end zone, right? Oh, right. Be like, put Mariota in. Oh, there he is. All right. I, like, I, I, I think the Bengals-Raiders game is the game I'm excited for most. Right. But I am excited for Patriots-Bills, too. I don't know about you, but I think the first game uh, is going to be the best game, I think. I would agree with that sentiment 100%. That's all I can say. I am really excited well, we for do. I am really excited for Raiders-Bengals. But, okay. Um, so this, We do have to – we, we will still preview Patriots-Bills. Right? We will. We will. So, Saturday night game, Patriots at Bills. Bills are favored by four. Four, four and a half, and four, four. It's four kind of bounced half, around the last tor- month, Total, so. though, total, though, at 44, yeah. right? And that's kind of bounced yeah. around, too. I think it opened up, you know, 43 and a half, maybe. Now it's closer to 44, so it's been okay. on the rise a little bit as well. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean. What do you think? I, need, so I don't know. PFS betting model likes New England a little bit on the what? spread, a little bit on oh. the money line, and I, I honestly, I, don't I think know. that's like my least favorite bet that we are showing value on, probably of the entire yeah. week. I don't know. I feel like Buffalo is going to roll. Not a company man today. Not, I'm not. not I mean, I just not with this one. I've been. If you ask I'm anybody, kidding. like, I'm with you. if you ask anybody like Eric or George or anybody, I have been a notorious New England Patriots hater for way too long, mm. even back to the Brady okay. days. So. Uh, this is this is just not the spot for me to be in whatsoever involved with them. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'm looking for an in-game line of like Bills minus two and a half. If I get that, I'm gonna be sending some on uh, Josh Allen's Buffalo Bills. Uh, but other mm-hmm. than that, I'm not really gonna play anything on the game spreader total. But yeah. but Greenland likes Patriots. Eric likes Patriots. George likes Patriots. So oh, no. take what we're, we're saying. We're gonna with go the against them. All right. All right. Yeah, we're we're going against them. I'm I'm with I'm with you on the Bills. Ride or die, I mean, right? 
you know, the weather is not supposed to be like the weather that we've talked right. about before with these two teams, right? It's supposed to be super cold, but just not that windy. So I feel like when you look at it that way, Josh Allen is going to have success throwing the football in this situation. And as of late, the Patriots on the road have not been great. They haven't been, you know, what we could see them as. So I'm with you. I, I kind of like the Bills on this one, but I can be persuaded if you thought that the Patriots were going to win this yeah, one. I, it's tw- I will say if you had a team to pick this weekend, the Patriots would be the upset I would pick, right? Really? Out of okay. all the teams we're looking at? Or no? Who would yours be? The Raiders? I mean, I guess probably. I So at least to cover as an underdog, I do think the Eagles are the best bet. Uh, from Ew. an under perspective, which is kind of gross to say, but I think at nice. least as far as like pure upset, I do think San Francisco probably is the the okay. best approach, and yeah. then Arizona, and then I would probably put the Patriots after that. Is so is you're just opinion. like no, your your answer is last on my list. And it's like no, it's like third. I would say for sure <laughs> third. So okay, I don't know. I just that's that's kind of what I think. I mean, we need an upset this weekend, so they are on my list. But we're kind of just on the same page of we're taking we're going with the Bills. Right, right, and and the thing okay. is like the PFF player props too. We actually really like a Mac Jones uh, mm-hmm. positive performance. We like him to go over 1.5 passing touchdowns. We like him to go over wow. 201.5 passing yards as well written wow. play. We also like him to go over 19.5 completions. So uh, we are kind okay. of on uh, may, and maybe it's going to be because of game script, right? Maybe Buffalo will be up maybe. early. Mac Jones is going to be able to rely on, you know, Damian Harris, everybody else in that, you know, along the offensive line, run blocking and Damian Harris kind of rushing the football. So he's going to potentially have to bring them back if he does uh, I think those stats are probably going to hit as well, and I kind of like that. Uh, okay. Maybe in a same-game parlay, I did sprinkle a little bit of that on Ooh. Caesars here yesterday, plus 425 price, so maybe if you do buy into, uh, you know, the Patriots at least covering 4.5, uh, that's a decent way okay. to play it from my perspective. So I don't have any Patriots 4.5, but I did bet uh, Mac Jones to potentially uh, maybe smash here a little bit, I guess, in the wild card okay. round. So. Yeah, I can see it. So you do like... One of the ones that we have written down is you do like Mac Jones over 209 and a half passing yards. Yeah, so that's come down a little bit. 201.5, I think, is, you know, the number that you should be looking for to actually play it. I do think it's even probably lower than that in certain spots. So um, maybe that's a little bit related to the weather. But I don't – I mean, I know everyone likes, you know, Buffalo's defense. Obviously, we have them ranked really highly. uh, But I just Mm -hmm. don't think they are – a top 10 coverage unit without Stravius White. They haven't necessarily shown that whatsoever, but they haven't really played anybody uh, since he was injured either. So I know people like their safeties, okay. Jordan Pyro, everybody else. I do think they are solid, but they don't have that actual lockdown cover cornerback like they did with White in the lineup. So uh, I'm a little bit worried about, you know, if I don't necessarily think New England's going to be able to take full advantage of them in the passing situation, yeah. but, you know, kind of once they move on, get to, you know, face off against Kansas City next week, I think that's going to be a glaring hole. Uh, for them to probably have to try and figure out if they're going to be able to compete with Kansas City in Kansas City. So I just I don't know two hundred nine and a half even it's, taken yeah. down. It is it is pretty low, but I still kind of maybe lean towards the under, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, whites whites out, but they still are just they're allowing one hundred and sixty three passing yards per game this year, yeah. which is you know I, I look at them year round, I guess. So I can see your point, but I I don't know two hundred nine and a half is already low, but I still might lean towards that under. Yeah, this is <sighs> like low. So where he's at now, this is his lowest of the season outside of that. You know when they played in Buffalo. Uh, in that, you yeah. know, wind-aided craziness oh game, basically. So this will be the <laughs> second lowest passing yards prop that he has seen. So from that perspective, when you're modeling it, pulling a little bit back toward, you know, the mean in a lot of situations, Mac Jones to go over, I think is, is a pretty decent bet. Okay. So. All right. 
All right, I'm with you. I'm with you. Skeptically, oh, skeptically with you. I'm skeptically me, with you. Uh, yeah, I'm skeptically with you. I just, yeah, it's it's interesting. 209 and a half. All right. Well, what I do like, though, is Diggs to go over his 66 and a half receiving yards. This might, besides our quarterback rushing prop, of course, this is probably my second favorite of the night. And um, it just, it, to me, it makes sense. I mean, He's, he's been Josh Allen's favorite target in 2021, right? He's 12th among receivers in offensive grade and receiving grade. Um, and I just, I like this one, especially in this matchup. Yeah, yeah. So we like it, you know, quite a bit. It has moved up basically five yards up to 71.5 okay. on the wow. consensus line. So it did get some closing line value on that particular one. We also like over mm-hmm. 6.5 uh, receptions plus 106 price. Wow. I think that... Uh, is maybe also a really good spot. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if you're looking at the Bills putting up a decent amount of points, playing from ahead, uh, it's going to be because of Stefan Diggs, you know, connecting Mm -hmm. with Josh Allen. So I'm on board with it. I'm on board with both of those. Maybe lean a little bit in the receptions department, but I think either one is definitely playable for sure from my perspective. I like the receptions one. And he's going up against J.C. Jackson. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. for the most part. And I feel like we like that matchup for him. Yeah. Yeah, we a do. I mean, more. I think, you know, obviously yeah. Stefan Diggs, one of the best route runners in the NFL, is really tough to cover no matter who you're looking at. It, but I do think with J.C. Jackson, he especially matches up pretty well with him given his skill set. So I like that one quite a bit. So Okay. Right. Any other ones that you like from this game? I mean, I know. We the, do have a lot. We do have a lot of value on PFF.com. Yeah, yeah you got to check it out. You know, you, gotta you, gotta, you do out. have to check it out. It's probably the coolest. I think it's one of the coolest things we have on our website to be able to go in and look at. You can see all all the best bets that um, that have been put together it's, on the website. Yeah, it's definitely on the page that I check by far the most in a lot of ways. I'm always, oh, on, this, I'm always on the page, too. So I do think, yeah, check it out. We do have a lot of value. Some on Mac Jones, some on some other guys. I think a lot okay. of them are going through it. Has definitely performed well recently here, especially. So uh, make sure you check out the props tool and the betting tool, basically. So there we go. And we'll be back. We're gonna be back tomorrow. We're gonna preview all of Sunday yes. too. Let's so go. I'm excited. This is the best. This is one of the best times of the year, especially betting. It's just so. It's so fun. Right. So fun. I agree. So with you. I'll, I'm with you. I, I'm gonna try and go to the game tomorrow. I feel like I have to. Got to. Right. I'll send you pictures. Please do. I'll send, Please I'll, do. From the nosebleeds. Right? That's that's the only place I'm going to send right? it. It's going to be cold. Oh, I don't know. Now I'm going to talk myself. You're going to make I'm it gonna happen. Try. You're going to make it happen. I'm going to give you the push that maybe. you need, I guess. So we'll yeah, see. maybe. So. Maybe. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Like we were just talking about, pff.com slash betting. That is also where you can find Ben Brown's articles, which are the also most clicked things that I do on each week is the most read things. So that's what we're doing. So thank you, everyone, so much, and good luck.